everyone and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Gangsta Certified. I'm your host Illy Vish. Um, in this episode of our podcast, we're going to have some eclipse season talk and get us prepared for this upcoming Mercury in retrograde. Um, Mercury gets the most play when we talk about retrograde. Usually it's the only planet that people seem to get a little fixated upon. Uh, when it starts its uh, retrograde cycle. And, you know, there are a lot of other planets in retrograde right now. Specifically, I think I'm seeing um, the Mars retrograde uh, kind of manifesting itself in different people. I mean, there has been some explosive communication <laughs> and, and different things that um, are, are going on as far as what I see. But um, we're going to go over some things that I think will really help everybody deal with the eclipse season and Mercury retrograde. And also we have Gemini Brown's um, episode of Nalo Kicking Knowledge with his astrology forecast for this week. And also in celebration of Mercury going retrograde, we have Aquarius Roberts breaking down the magician card, which is associated with Mercury in tarot. I thought this would be a good time to kind of go through that explanation as well since you know we're going to be definitely dealing with the effects of mercury retrograde so um stay tuned we'll have some music in between as usual and i thank you all for listening to spiritual gangsta certified
What's going on world? It's your boy Gemini Brown here, back with another episode of Nalo Kicking Knowledge. Today, we'll be discussing the weekly forecast, looking at what the stars have in store. So, let's get into it. As you know, we're coming off of a wonderful new moon solar eclipse and a sign of cancer. And just to reiterate, that new moon was very significant for um, releasing toxic patterns within our own psyche, our own emotional nature, taking a look at our personal relationships right with family people we consider family those we have an emotional connection towards and seeing whether or not um, they are benefiting us and uh, need to be let go or you know how they can be adjusted going forward so it was really an end it was really a time of endings and new beginnings so I hope everyone you know um, really locked in and set some real intentions tied up some um, loose ends with that and now we're here this week this is a funny funny week very funny week because um, the more you go in astrology you know the more you realize there's always something else to study and um, my my guy Pata Pata Ra uh, he uh just made a post about this in one of our Facebook groups. He said, you know, when people actually understand aspects or give aspects a chance, you know, the game of astrology changes so much more. And it's very true. So I'm saying all that to say this is that the the real, the, the highlighted thing the, this week are some aspects called interconjunctions or uh Queen Canuxes, whichever ones you want to call it. There are 150 degree aspects and I like to think of them as two energies that are not seen eye to eye at the moment. Okay, it's really hard to match them up. You know, and I have a couple of these shits in my chart and I'm just like, oh, and that's what it does. It causes frustration. It really does because you're like, how the hell do I get these energies to balance? So the energy we have a couple energies in Queen uh, Connects this week. One being Mercury and and Pluto. Okay, Mercury is in the sign of um, uh, Leo, and it, next week it will be going retrograde. As I do this video today, it is it is exactly um, Queen Connects Pluto. And this is interesting because what it is, is that it's highlighting the fact that there are people in our lives, romantic partners, co-workers, children, siblings, you know, that we have a very hard time communicating with. There are things that we want to say to them, but the communication is always seems to be off. And at this time, that, that relationship or that understanding is being highlighted. And it can, what can happen for a lot of us is that we're being going to be put in a position where we need 
that person to hear us. There needs to, there's a conversation that needs to be had. It could be we need them to hear us or they need us. If you are the person that's being needed and you're watching this damn video, and because like I said, the way these interconjunctions work is it's like an intuitive thing. You're like, okay, this is not like what reading between the lines, basically. You know what I'm saying? So you will know if someone is trying to tell you something, but they don't have the words to do so. So like I said, you're watching this video, be that person who steps up to the plate and really, you know, uh, opens the lines of communication. Because with it being Pluto, right, Mercury and Pluto, these are deep conversations. These are transformative conversations. This could be in your own personal relationship, you know, just to give an example, some of you may really need to tell your partner, like, yo, <laughs> I want to see other people. You know, this isn't working for me anymore. You're being a little too clingy. You know, you're you, oh, a lot of stuff. I don't like how you spaz out at me. These are conversations that need to be had. It, you know, it's all types of situations. So that's something to uh, keep an eye out on. But my suggestion is since Mercury is creative energy, right? Uh, Mercury and Leo is creative energy. If, it, if you can't say it directly to the person or you don't know how to, figure out, you know, if you are musically inclined, if you are artistically inclined, create, create, give yourself that perspective, you know what I'm saying, to see what's going on from uh, another view, a more creative view, and that can empower you, give you confidence, you know, to do that, but it's good, it's, it's like I said, the Mercury is going to go retrograde, so Ultimately, whatever is going to occur, these, these themes are going to continue to uh, play out. It's going to go forward, and then it's going to go back. Alright? Uh, you know, Mars is still in retrograde, and week by week, I've just been watching it. I've just been watching the energy intensify, and people's anger start, is starting to show. You know, just little, just little things on a day-to-day -day basis that I see. From work to, you know, being on the street, watching others interact. That anger is starting to, you know, uh, uh, boil over. But, remember, the wisdom for this Mars retrograde is to honor the anger, but do it constructively. Alright? Um, find some type of way to channel that energy, right, into something else. Let it empower you. Empowerment. Big, 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 big theme here, okay, going forward. Now, Venus is also in the sign of Virgo. It's a very funny transit. Oh, my God. For anybody who's been watching my, uh, follows my, my Instagram, I made a couple uh, videos on there about this, just meditating on this position. So, traditionally, Venus is... Um, uh, debilitated and Virgo, meaning that this expression does not function at its best. This is not the prettiest version of Venus by far. And rather than tell you, I just encourage you to go sit and think like, hmm, why is Venus debilitated in Virgo? You know, what, what about Virgo and Venus that, you know, isn't really working well together? But nonetheless, 
I believe you can make any position, you know, uh, work to the is best for you. You there's always good in every position. But um, what I just been noticing, man. <laughs> so you know, Virgos about being critical. Venus is love relationships. I I'm just seeing so many picky people out there, and they're never wrong with being picky. But a lot of people are showing why they are unhappy in love. And they are unhappy in love because their expectations of others are fucking through the roof. And my whole thing that I've been saying is rather than taking this time and using this energy to criticize others, what are you doing to improve yourself? Okay? This energy, I know, because I've been meditating, it's literally letting it be known like, yo, there are, pe you're, there are people out there stuck in low vibrational relationships because of certain ideologies and perceptions that they have. And I, that just reminded me, I have to talk about uh, Mercury squaring Jupiter, right? Because of certain perceptions that they have, okay? So, and perceptions that they have and habits that they have. The law of attraction is a funny thing, man. Funny, funny thing. You can have the ability to attract. There's an ideal partner out there for everybody, but you got to do the work and able to find them. They're not going to come into your lap. They're not. And when you get them, you better be ready for them. You can say you smoke cigarettes. Right? And you know within yourself, like, damn, I need to stop doing this shit. Okay? This isn't good. I don't like this about myself. What's going to occur is there's a partner out there who, one, not going to respect that shit. So you have two options. For, and this is just how some people's energy works. You can, the universe will allow you to overcome that problem on your own. Right? So you're able to attract this partner who wouldn't look at you because, you know, who wouldn't even consider you because you have this habit. Or two, they're going to send you a partner who's going to criticize the shit out of you for that habit, forcing you and letting you know you need to. And here's I think, which would I, would, what would I rather have? But the higher wisdom here is that you can't hold others to a certain standard if you're not embodying it yourself. You can't want, you know, um, a hands-on person if you're not a hands-on person. You think about this wisdom. It is a major flaw in how humans are interacting with each other. And a lot of you people I'm observing displaying this behavior are quote-unquote spiritual. So think about it, right? If I want a man to do manly things... That means I need to be willing to do womanly things. Okay? One hand washes the other. So, Mars, Ver uh, Venus, interconjunct. There is, you know, frustration in relationships. There, the percent, then Mercury and Jupiter in square. Okay? Um, it's, it's, it's widening. But that's also adding to the, the, uh, our perceptions not being on point. There, I guarantee you, there's been people, shit, I've experienced this, but I, you know, 
I'm just sticking to my guns because you know what you like and you know what you don't. You, you get what I'm saying? There will be, for some of you, there will be people who will approach you, right? Flirting with you, whatever, and you're not giving them a chance. Don't get me wrong. You know what you like. But like I said, you can't not give them a chance because of something they're not embodying that you yourself are not embodying. Okay? So, that's just a little bit how this energy is playing out. I see a lot of misconnections. And I see a lot of people who need to humble themselves in order to better uh, receive what they want. It's a tricky game out here, this spirituality. But ultimately, um, it really allows you uh, to learn. These type of moments allows you to learn about yourself. And uh, it really allows you to humble yourself. And that's what we need to do. Humble ourselves before Leo season. Okay? So, this is my interpretation of this week's energy. I hope you guys enjoyed. If you need to read it, holla at me. If you haven't subscribed to my channel, feel free to do so. Until next time, peace.
Okay, so as everybody knows, we are in the midst of another eclipse season for 2018. And the eclipse season to me is really a time when unexpected changes that had to happen, happen. And this energy takes us forward into the next six months and a year. So... As a lot of people have been kind of like reporting, especially with, you know, five planets retrograde, we just had Jupiter go back direct last week. So some of that expansive energy directed outward um, has been good, but, you know, we're still dealing with Mars, um, Saturn and Pluto basically going backwards. And, you know, that can kind of lead a lot of us not to feel motivated and, I think with anything, and I hear astrologers say this all the time, it's good to be mindful of the fact that retrograde periods, we should be looking at all the re's, like we should be re-going over things. It isn't, I'm not going to say you shouldn't start anything new necessarily, but it is definitely a time to, you know, renew things, um, re-look over, renegotiate, um, you know, and for me, that's manifesting specifically in a way that I think is really positive in getting me to get some things underway that have been kind of low-key for a while. It's allowing me to go back over the details. And with Venus being in Virgo right now, I can't tell you how much I appreciate this energy, even though Venus in Virgo is at its fall. Um, because, you know, Venus really likes being in Virgo's opposite sign of Pisces, whereas Virgo is really about breaking down, um, sifting through, figuring out, and looking for perfection. Now, of course, we all know no one's perfect, but the perfecting nature of Virgo can actually help us to really come to terms with things, especially in our love lives, um, and to be able to kind of sift through in a way that we throw away what we don't need anymore, things that aren't serving us, to be relationships with people, romantic or non-romantic, but really taking that energy to look deeply into our connections, to look deeply into, you know, how we love, how we express our love, and actually what we're getting in return. So if you're not feeling fulfilled, if you're not feeling as though you're getting what you put out, you're going to really notice it around this time. So it's almost if like when the, when the, the eclipse season comes around, you're like woken up to a lot of different things that you've probably been trying not to deal with. And back on July 12th, when we had that partial solar eclipse, energy was heavy. Um, I mean, especially it being in cancer, which is all about home, family, protection, mothering. You know, there was a lot of focus for some people that I've talked to on their relationships with women, on their relationships with family, on their relationships to their home, what they wanted to do with it. And it's a good time, I think, to really stay in a positive vibration so that you're able to make the best of all of this energy. So <clears throat> essentially, I've been reading a lot of different stuff 
about what's going on with the eclipses. So the new moon that we had, um, it kicked off basically a two-year cycle of eclipses that are going to be on the Cancer and Capricorn axis. So with anything that we talk about with the signs and astrology axes, for instance, would just relate to a sign and its opposing sign. And the Cancer Capricorn axis is interesting, um, given Cancer is more about um, the protective nature of home, whereas Capricorn is more about one's public reputation and work. So um, axes talk about balance. And with anything, I'll tell people (laughs) until the day I die, especially when it comes to understanding astrology, that in order to understand one sign, you have to kind of think about the energy of the other sign. They interplay. They are different degrees of energy, you know, on the same pole. So I kind of feel like there are a lot of themes coming up for people with this um, eclipse season, since it's dealing with the Cancer Capricorn axis, that, you know, force us to look at our relationships to people at home. Um, we've already talked about in past episodes, and I'm going to be doing a little bit more to get um, some more educational astrology basic segments on here because I feel like uh, being approached by so many people who have basic questions they don't really know much about astrology like they're only knowing their sun sign and you know we're here talking about the interplays of transits and placements and all types of stuff and it's you know a bit much for people so I'm really looking forward to being able to add and it's coming it's coming y'all I'm looking forward to being able to add you know, some astrology basics to help people better understand. But um, when the eclipse happened last that we had, um, it happened on the same day that the sun was making an opposition to Pluto. So it was intense. And there were probably a lot of people that were experiencing these power struggles that they didn't really have to deal with before. And they could have seemed like they came out of nowhere (laughs) like and and I've been seeing so much that actually reflects this and I kind of I don't know as as intense as it was I actually liked it um Pluto gets a bad rap from so many people they're so scared of it but it's there for our greater good when we use its power for um transformation and becoming different and rising from our ashes so, you know, that intensity, I think, is kind of carried over um, a little into this week. And, you know, we got Leo season coming up July 22nd. So I'm excited about that. And I've noticed I even saw Ty Phoenix and I can't wait to have her on. But she had said something to the effect of, hey, Leos, could you please calm down and let cancer season continue to commence before y'all start your countdown to Leo season that within itself so many Leos waiting to turn up for their season coming would tell you a lot about that Leonin energy you know they they are ready to go that fixed fire does not play but we also have coming as I mentioned before Mercury retrograde and as a lot of people know, and for those who don't, Mercury's the planet of communication. Um, it rules some forms of technology, short travel, 
And it's going to be retrograde in Leo from July 26th to August 19th. So, you know, there could be flare-ups of drama and kind of extra displays. Leo loves to be on stage, loves to be the center of attention, loves to be show-offy, really likes to stand out. And the thing about Leo energy, and for me, I don't really have a lot of it in my chart, but I have a North Node in Leo, and I seem to really appreciate Leonin energy because it's propelling me forward. The North Node in astrology is about your purpose in this lifetime, what you're here to do. And, you know, people who have a lot of Leo energy kind of light a fire under me, so to speak, because they're able to actually show me more of how I have to be in order to fulfill my life purpose. So, I mean, collectively as a whole, on the level, we'll all have this great energy, um, which will really kind of give us um, some extra heart. Going to feel more like you want to stand out in a way. Leo season is awesome. But right after we go into Leo season and right after Mercury goes direct, we're going to have a total lunar eclipse. It's going to be a full moon eclipse and it's going to be in Aquarius. And Leo and Aquarius are opposite signs. Again, I always see the opposing energies as calls for balance. And full moons already are times to let some of the things that no longer serve us go. Um, Those things that have been weighing us down or making us feel heavy. And in eclipse season in general, we're, we're really called upon to let a lot go. And I feel like because we're still in cancer season... And we had the last eclipse happen in Cancer, and we're getting down to the final degrees of Cancer. Cancer's emotional. It's a cardinal water sign. So I believe like this whole season, we were kind of kicked in the pants to deal with emotional things that maybe we don't always deal with. But as it's in its last degrees, it's given us that extra oomph to deal with this shit now <laughs> that's there's no other way that I can really put it um whatever that shit quote unquote is um having your deeper darker issues resurface and come out some people get very upset about that and I wanted to really speak on this this is an important part that I think we should keep in mind with eclipses and I was talking to a really good friend of mine and this this theme seemed to keep coming up uh during cancer season And basically, it was being comfortable embracing your darker side. And that's why I was saying I thought that opposition to the sun and Pluto was a beautiful thing because, you know, it was causing us to have to face some of the darker undercurrents. So we in the spiritual community a lot will talk about, you know, love, light all that good stuff the positive you know not dwelling on negativity keeping your vibration high etc etc but something that I don't hear enough people talk about that is equally as important is embracing your darkness you are your light you are your dark in order for you to be you you can't just operate at one pole and I think the eclipse season is forcing us to have to see and deal with emotionally a lot of those areas that we tend to sweep under the rug because there are darker areas. These things are really going to be highlighted in Leo season because the sun loves being in Leo. It rules 
the sign of Leo. The spotlight is going to be on. So before we get to Leo season, I think it's important that we deal with our emotions. We deal with the darker things that have been bothering us that we've been trying to band-aid up, but the blood keeps bleeding through the bandage. We got to deal with that. We are really setting ourselves up for manifesting whatever we're putting out into the universe right now. And Leo season is really going to highlight that. So use this opportunity. Just want to, it touched on me to tell everybody, get comfortable with you. Realize where you are, accept where you are. In doing that, what you'll be doing is setting yourself up for the next six months. Do you want to have a positive experience because you said, hey, you know, I realize I'm this way, I'm that way, whatever, I have to work on this, that, and the other thing, and it's a go, as opposed to getting sucked down into your own negativity. And sometimes we get sucked into our negativity by denying our darker sides. You know, when we try to play up, um, you know, us not being wrong, when we try to play up maybe not having flaws and different things when we pretend that that darker side doesn't exist and acceptance has got to happen in order for us to be able to really truly embrace who we are and get what we want so um i would say this time before mercury retrograde comes before we get into leo season we really take stock of where we are and who we are and what we want to put out into the universe. What do you want to manifest right now? What is important to you? What do you feel at this point needs to go? What have you been holding on to emotionally that just no longer cuts the mustard? We, we just can't deal with certain things anymore. You've got to be honest with yourself. So want everyone to kind of use this energy because when Leo season gets here, all proud and lying like with its its mane blowing in the wind, you know, we're going to feel extraordinarily fierce. So where do you want to stand in your fierceness? Do you want it to be, um, you know, with a new job, with doing better with your business, with your relationships? What are the things that have to go that'll make it so you can stand completely in just your glory during Leo season. So, um, also kind of wanted to talk about letting yourself take stock of where you are, where you've been, and where you can go. Not to dwell on the past necessarily, but just to really examine your patterns. We're being called upon in eclipse season to let things drop that don't need to be there so we can start anew and I don't know about y'all but (laughs) I'm kind of wanting to call into my life the things that I want instead of the things that I don't want so take the time out feel your feelings allow yourself to during the rest of this cancer season really get in tune with how you feel be honest with yourself let whatever is there just be known like don't hide anymore let people go that need to go let baggage go that needs to go don't carry it with you into your new opportunities use this energy wisely you will thank yourself for it later believe me 
So, um, I hope everybody can handle the upcoming energy. As I said before, I'll be doing more segments with different people to educate everyone a little bit more about astrology. And the good thing about it is with astrology being the way that it is, there's always more to learn always more to learn. (laughs) So no matter where you are, beginner, intermediate, whatever, I'm sure we'll be able to have some information come in that really, really will be beneficial to you. And I think everybody who's been listening to the podcast, there are more great things in store. I'm so excited, y'all. Like you are going to be blown away by the stuff that we have coming. I want to thank everyone who listens religiously for their continued support. The website is going up. Um, anybody that's on that has been sharing their knowledge or anybody who's going to be on, I'll make sure to have their information on the website so that you guys have the opportunity to contact them when you need to, um, for readings, um, for all their different services that they offer. And I'm just so excited to have this platform where, you know, we can have these different wonderful people on who can, you know, kind of help us be better at what we're doing. So to all you budding astrologers out there, anybody just learning the practice, welcome. Um, So much more is coming and I cannot wait. I can't wait. I, I, I haven't been this excited in a long time. So hope everybody has a great week. We'll be back next week. And of course, you know, we're going to be talking about the eclipse directly and will be welcoming Leo season. Uh, So thanks again for listening to Spiritual Gangsta Certified.
sunshine everywhere go rainbows sunshine go As I look fly by prom night Go Just don't seem to b 
everybody this is mercury roberts with divinity unleashed back at it again and in our last video 
I had discussed the full card. So the full card is the first major arcana card of the 22 major arcanas. So I didn't get to explain actually in the last video what the major arcana is in the tarot. So the major arcana is called the big secrets. And so what the big secrets actually entail are life events. Okay, these are major events that the universe controls that you have no, you have no, it's your part to play, but it's your divine role in the universe, in the world. This is what the universe wants you to do. This is not something that you control. That's the major arcana. Our major, I mean, I'm sorry, the minor arcana. So the minor arcana explains to you how situations will turn out within the decisions that you make. Okay. The major arcana is this is your destination. This is where you're going. And I throw these elements into your life for you to be able to go the direction that I want you to go. We all have a divine plan into this world. We all have a divine purpose. We're all born here for a reason. Nobody is obsolete. I don't care who you are and what you're saying about how, how terrible your life is. We are all here for a purpose. If your purpose is to be here, to be a bad person, that's your purpose. That is the purpose that you're going to fulfill because good is not good without bad. And I hate to call it good and bad because it's really passive and active. We'll get to that later in other videos. But for for simplicity... Um, good is good and, and bad is bad, but we need bad to recognize good and we need good to recognize bad, right? Without any of the other, there couldn't be. So, uh, just to settle that, <laughs> um, we'll, we'll talk more about that stuff in later videos, as I said, but I want to move on to the next card. And so now we're moving into a more active side of life. And so these two forces come together in the next card after this card. These forces will come together uh, to make a bond and we'll see how life flows. So the Major Arcana explains a nice little story. And the further we get into the details in, in later videos, You'll hear all about it. So, so now the fool takes the leap of faith and, 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 and wants to know what life is like. Okay. So he takes the jump in life and now, now he wants to create. And so we come to the magician. So the magician is the one card. It's after the zero. The zero is first, which is uh, the expression of creation and, the, and 
or should I say the expression of God um, taking the leap of faith, expression of you taking the leap of faith in life. So next, when we take a leap of faith now, when we get to where we're going, we want to create something, right? We want to blossom. We want to grow. We want to manifest, right? Through our wills. We already had courage to leap forward. Now we want to use our will to move to, to, to move mountains and create things for our liking. And so the magician card explains exactly this story that we are all creators and that this world was created and that everything is a tool to be able to be used for our growth. Okay, so as the magician goes on his table, he has the disc, which is earth, ruled by earth. We call these pinnacles also. We have the cup here, which what do you fill up the cup with? Water. So this is about your emotions. The disc, earth, is about manifestation of physical elements. This is the physical plane of life. The cup is your emotional plane and your feelings, how you react to things. The sword here, the sword is about cutting through things, right? So you usually use the swords to make decisions. So the sword is for mental, it's your mind capacity. It's about how your mind flows in conflict. And then we have the wand here. And usually you use the wand for battles, for spiritual things, for spiritual things. And we use the wand. We use the wands for inspiration uh, inspiration of willpower sorry excuse me but um yes so as you see the magician also stands around a bunch of roses and uh, a garden you know and um gardens usually stand the symbolism of the garden usually is about um growth it's about production producing something Producing something out of nothing. When you take a seed and you put it into a ground, it's just a seed. There's nothing there but this seed. You put it in the ground and you water it. You put your willpower into it. You water, you water, you water. You give it sunlight. You give it life. You know, you talk to it. You sing to it. Whatever. And then it starts to grow. It starts to manifest itself. And so that's the magician card. It, it basically is telling you that it is a time of creativity it is a time to produce results you are the master of your own universe you are the you are the creator of your own mind of your own life of your own ways you create as well as you cannot create we all have a choice here just like the fool in the first he had a choice to either jump off the cliff or not 
he could have stayed home or wherever he was coming from but he didn't want that he wanted to move forward and grow he wanted to see life at its greatest point and so here the magician is more confident and he's ready to go you see how he has his his right hand up in the sky that is him pointing to the universe he's basically saying that as above his left hand so below all things are divine all things are infinite as above so below on earth as is in heaven as you've heard it's the same thing whatever's going on in the universe is going on here too and that's the major arcana is playing out the universe down here on earth and also what's happening in the universe the the heavens are the stars and the earth and we'll, we'll get to that man because I, I don't there's so much i want to tell you guys and we're going to get to it um but the magician wears a red shirt and so uh i'm sorry cloth shirt whatever you want it to do it um you know robe robe but red is the color of expression and spirituality and passion and so he wears this passion saying that he has the willpower to create to manifest whatever he wants to manifest in life the yellow is around him again so he's trusting in the energy around him to be able to produce results as he sits at his table when you sit at the table you think power i have power when you sit at the table and you eat you eat to gain power right you're famished you're hungry you sit at the table you eat to have power so you can grow <laughs> this could get deep y'all but um this card is the one card and in numerology one stands for the creator um it is a male energy also um one is in binary numbers is the active active number zero is the passive number that's why we use those in binary numbers because it it says the female and the male the female and the male come together right this also number one stands for the phallus so it's the once again the manifester the creator you know what i mean we all know what we use phalluses for you know we we use them to create things <laughs> and make things happen and so that is um yeah so the one in numerology actually is also the caring leader um So this card also rules Leo. Um, one rules the sun and this card rules Leo and Leo is all about expression and willpower. Okay. And so the magician here is telling you that you can create anything you want. If you put all the tools together and use your willpower, I will, to manifest what you want in life. 
and you can do it. In personality, the magician is a creator. He's a very creative person. Um, he's a spunky per. He or she can be a very spunky person, um, very dramatic, very willful, um, very powerful. They like magic, magic tricks. Um, they may do astrology. They may read tarot cards like us. Usually when you see a magician come up in your own readings, you're thinking of you being the creative one. You are doing some type of art or you're creative in some type of way. You can be an artist. Anything that you're using creativity, um, that would be the magician. Okay. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> um, the magician is also ruled by Mercury. And Mercury is the planet of communication. And so this card also says that you have the ability to get what you want out of a situation using communication. You can communicate with more people. You can get things accomplished if you communicate with more people. Okay? Because um, the magician needs an audience, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah. So use your inner magician. We all have one. You just got to search out for him. And um, yeah, that will conclude the magician card. And I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, please subscribe to my channel, like my videos, feel free to comment. Um, shout out to everybody who's been there through this process of me just coming out and, you know, speaking my truth. I'm glad to be doing this. Um, if you would like to schedule a reading, um, you can email me at divinityunleashed0 at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook at mercuryroberts at facebook.com. Um, and you can also go to my webpage to schedule a reading, divinityunleashed.yolasite.com. And um, I hope you guys have a blessed day. Namaste until the next video. Blessings.
How did she fall?